All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Today we're going to be talking about writing your story, uh, what inspires you to share your stories, how to get that going, and what happens when you want to share your story but you're a little bit afraid to. So we're going to be doing that all live today for you. Get involved in the conversation. Make sure that you join in the conversation if you have any questions or if you want to connect. We have our chat box open. Um, our sponsor today is Phoenix Identity. Uh, learn how to embrace your emotions. When you start to learn how to embrace your emotions, you learn how to control the rest of your life. So go, excuse me, go and check that out. I'm going to hand it over to my guest speaker to introduce themselves. Brandon, would you like to say hello? Good afternoon. I'm Brandon Johnson from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm a local author here. I've written Many of books, I've got six out now on Amazon and Kindle, and I have about 14 more being published. That's that's crazy and exciting. Yes, ma'am, it is. I'm actually doing I'm actually doing a documentary on my first book in September, and it'll be on TV worldwide. It's called how the Johnson boys were raised in Alabama and Clinton, Alabama before and after the wreck. Why don't you tell people about that wreck? What what happened? I was six years old. No, I was seven years old, March 7, 1993. I was seven years old and um the I at home with my two brothers and my babysitter, she was watching us. And I had to go to school the next day. I had to go to my granny's to catch the school bus and to get my shoes that I left up there. And on the way to school, it was me and my middle brother. He was five at the time. And uh, on the way to school, on the way up the road, she, uh, was trying to put on makeup, trying to smoke a cigarette, and trying to drive too, but she ran off the road repeatedly and hit a tree, and I was thrown from the front seat head on out the front window and hit a tree, head on giving me traumatic head and brain injury. So my middle brother, Justin, he kicked out the back window and walked down the road back to our aunt's house and called 911 and they came and saved us and they had to cut her out of the car with the jaws of life. So how did that accident um, impact the rest of your life? Well, at that time I was playing little league ball for the elementary school and all of that just come to a abrupt stop because it affected my mobility and everything else. I'm now walking with a cane or, or using a wheelchair or a scooter to go long distance, whether I'm shopping or going around the places. So I was young then, I'm getting older now. We all are. Yeah. I've written a story. I started in 2018 writing it. It took me two years to write it, handwrite it. And then I had it 
I was gonna get it published in the bookstores all over, all over the world. But after I paid them and uh, talked to them and tried to do what they wanted me to do, they wanted me to go in my autobiography and change the whole story to fit them. And I told them I could not do that because I've lived it, I've done it. There's no way to change it. So I had it self-published, and it, that's how that's why it's on Amazon and Kindle. So, what do you think? What do you think made you write your story? What was what inspired you to do it? Because I, I mean, I'm somewhat disabled. I can still work if people hire me, but that's hard to come by too when you can't drive. So I wrote the book instead to touch other people with disability, to give them hope and faith that, hey, he can overcome it. Maybe I can too if I put my mind to it. So why writing it? Why did you write it? Instead of talking about it or, you know, doing podcasts about it or, you know, video, why did you write it in a book? Well, at the time, I didn't. At the time, that was the only thing I knew was to write the book and try to get it out to the world. But now I'm doing a documentary on it, and I have an organization coming from Texas in September to do it. So that way it could be visualized too. Yeah. So did you always want to write, or were you an author at heart? No, I, I mean, I... I wrote more now in writing books than I did when I was in school. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. So uh, you said you've written six books. You, <clears throat> I've, I've written 20, actually. Wow. But the, rest, the rest of them are being published. Yeah. So you Only have a few smaller books that you wrote for your daughter, right? Yes, this is the second book I wrote. When she got, she was three years old at the time, and she come to me and looked up at me and said, "Daddy, I want to write a book like you and have it published just like yours." Mm -hmm. I was done with mine, so I said, "Baby, I sit down and I write it for you and help you out." And it's called Piper Johnson's Four-Year-Old Autobiography. I love it. And you're planning on doing another one for her when she gets older, right? No, I've already did it. Oh, you already did it. Yes. Sorry. I so many interviews. I can't remember. I can't remember all the details, but I do remember you saying that. She came to me at six years old, two years after that one, and said, Daddy, I want to write a book about my pets and have it published too. I said, Okay. Come up with a name to put on your book title to have so you have a name for it and I'll write it. Too. So she changed her name to Bella Kate and her pet's adventures. I love it. I use her pet's names, but I made the rest of the story up. Yeah. And this book is actually selling almost as good as our first two. Yeah. And then I wanted to write a novel for the preteens to adults. So I wrote 
how Johnny made his life. Mm-hmm. And it, I made it up, but it could be a true story if you really get into it. Because if you put your mind to it, you could do it. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about today is the inspiration to write your story. Right. You know, some people think that they might not be good enough to write a story or they, they don't know how to write a story or that they're, you know, with their disability that they can't write a story. And you're proof that, that, that that's not just, that's not true. I'm coming from the same place you just come from. I didn't think my story would be good enough to touch others or anybody I want to buy them. But in February of this year, I've sold, I sold 28 copies of all, all the books together and I've made $170 just off of my six books. It's not much, but you think about it, it feels like a million dollars just knowing that many people bought that bought your books to read yeah. or look at because they got pictures in them too. Yep. Somebody wanted to hear your story. And I think that's such an important thing is to have people to have everybody watching or catching the replay know that right. you have a story that you are inspired to share because it's going to help somebody else or it's going to help yourself right it's therapeutic right and it i mean like i said it's about me and my red but it's about my other two brothers too and my little brother that was six months old when the wreck happened as he got older and was in his teens he got on drugs so there's that in that book too and then he overcome his obstacle and he's been clean now for a while. And that's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. So what are your plans going forward with writing your story? <laughs> well, like I said, I got another girl's book out. It's Three Bears and the Three Unicorns. And then I got another boy's book out called Whitey Bob Goes to School and Plays Sports. And the rest of them are being published now. And I had to dream about the seventh one that's coming out soon. Uh, where it's called Rocky the Giant Rabbit. I had a dream about the rabbit in somebody's garden. And then the family next, or the owner garden had little children and they went outside to play. And they met the rabbit and found his house and went in there to talk to him and play with him. and. He started cooking dinner for him. Oh, that sounds like it'll be a really good one. So I'm trying to touch all age groups with the books and the stuff. But I've got a new publisher. He's a self-publisher. I'm his, he actually hired me on to be his CEO. So we are publishing books and fixing them for other people. And I had an interview in New Jersey or a podcast interview. And I was telling her about it and she's gonna send me her 16 books to publish for her. And then I've done another meeting with a guy in Maryland and he he wants me to publish his book. And then he had a friend in uh, Anchorage, Alaska. He She wants me to publish her book too. 
I love that. I love that. So many wonderful things have happened since you decided to take that step and write your book. Yes, ma'am. And uh, my 20th book, which is the first one I've actually done with somebody, because it's me and my boss, man, we're doing the book together. So it's two of us doing one book, but we're going to make a killer series out of it, and it's going to be three books. And I'm looking for a movie producer now to talk to, to, to see about or what all we got to do to make a movie for it. Yeah. Um, I saw on Facebook you were posting about your documentary and looking for, for movies. That's amazing. Right. I'm just taking one step at a time and doing what I can. This is new, all new to me, except for writing a book. Yeah. Well, I have to say I'm so proud because it, the amounts that you've overcome in your lifetime, right? We may be getting older, but you were really young when you went through some traumatic, traumatic events. Right. And, and I'm trying to touch others. Yeah. And that's, I think if everybody could learn that, you know, your story inspires other people, it would right. make such a huge difference. Yes, ma'am, it would. So an interesting idea for a collaboration book is maybe telling other people or, or publishing other people's stories in one. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm starting, I'm the CEO of the publishing company. So I'm going over other people's books and speaking them and publishing them for them too. I'm actually doing a preacher's man book now. Yeah. So I'm doing all, all types of different books. Yeah. So what would you say to anybody who has a story to share? What would your message to be to them? If you got a story to tell and you really want to tell it, either you can either sit down and start writing it, uh, handwriting it, or be easier just to type it up on a computer or they're going to have to type it up anyway to fix it and correct it and everything. Or join podcast groups and do interviews like I'm doing now and talking live to people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share about your story? Um, I mean, if I can overcome something that dramatic, at a young age, and anybody else can do it, they set their heart and mind to it. Yeah. I want to tell everybody, it's never too late and it's never too early to tell your story. There are different ways that you can tell it, like Brandon was saying. You can handwrite it down. You can tell somebody else your story through a show like this. You can, you know, type it up. You can make a movie out of it. You can, there's so many ways you can tell your story. And if you think that you're limited on the ways that you can do that and the people that you can do that with, you're not. No, ma'am, you're not. Like I said, I just started with the book and now I'm doing documentaries and movies and interviews all over the world. Yeah. Well, we're here in Canada, <laughs> from Alabama to Canada. I did one in Las Vegas yesterday. Oh, very nice. Yeah. 
Very nice. Uh, my hockey team is playing Las Vegas right now. <laughs> You're in the playoffs against each other. It's great. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't really have any more questions for you, um, but I do want to say to anybody watching, go and check out Brandon's books. Uh, go check out his publishing company that, that he's the CEO of. Um, if you want your books published, if you want to, you know, learn how to write your own stories, go and follow Brandon. His links are in the description. You can email him. Um, yeah. Again, is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, no, ma'am. I mean, if you got, like I said, if you got a story to tell, whether you think it's a touch anybody or not, sit down and write it and see how far you can go with it. If he gets out there, you'll see how much it touches people. Yeah. One of the things that I have on my emails is imagine changing the world one story at a time. Right. That's what we do here on this show. So everybody watching or catching the replay, again, please go and follow Brandon. Make sure that you connect with him if you want to write your own story. Um, Brandon, thank you for your time today. Like I said, I started with the first book. Now I've got 20 books, and when there's six that are out that are out now, I have sold at least 362 books altogether. I absolutely love it. Are you proud of yourself? Yes, ma'am, I am. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I hope to see the sales go up. Yes, that would be nice. Always, it's always nice when people see the value of your book and right. buy it. So go and check those links out. Um, again, Brandon, thank you so much for your time today and to everybody else, I'll talk to y'all soon. All righty. All thank right. you for having me. Bye. Bye.